fellas Gather around listen to me I'm about to put y'all on Because somebody put me on So I'm sharing this wealth of knowledge I got In my quest to manifest magnificence In this kind of famous lifestyle I found this product called A Perfect Gentleman By Touch Body Works At EvokeTouch.com Let me tell you what it smells like though This joke is crisp man It's clean It's not too masculine It's right at that sweet spot Men love it Women adore it That simple Man, let me tell you something about this product, man. It's all handmade. It's all natural. No synthetics. No chemicals. It's natural the way we need things, man. Matter of fact, it's so natural you can eat it. But don't. Seriously, don't. Not only that, we talking about supporting small business. That's a black-owned small business. And I want y'all all over that. EvokeTouch.com. E-V-O-K-E-Touch.com. Get something for yourself and jump on that perfect gentleman. Why you over there? Get something for your mama and then tell your mama I said hi. I'm Kind of Famous Podcast. I'm your host, Lester Rowe. New week, new episode. Every Thursday. Google Music, iTunes, SoundCloud, Podbean. Hell, anywhere that you uh, stream podcast. That's where we at. K-I-N-D-A Famous Pod on Facebook and Twitter. On the Facebook page, that's exactly, you know, all the particulars of the show. Uh, that's the main hub, basically. Uh, you go there, that's where I link in, uh, you know, the, the one, the episodes and any relevant material that should go with the episode or go with that week. Or even if the past guest got something popping, I want to let y'all know about, I make sure I put it there on the Facebook page. Arrow Films, arrowfilms.com, A-R-O-W-E, films.com. That's my main website. That's my personal website. That's really the big hub for everything. So while you over there, I need you to get them clean ass people collectors. You know what I mean? Y'all see me wear them on the episode, but go over to the merch. Uh, what is it? The merch link? It might even say merch or red bubble. I can't remember. But go over there. That's why all the merchandise for shirts and things like that uh, is up at. I think by the time you hear this, the I'm Kind of Famous podcast t-shirt should be up as well. So if you want one of those, go get it. I really do appreciate everybody buying the people collectors. That seemed like the hottest one. Uh, The regular uh cannibal people collect is one is that that people buying so i appreciate that hold on boy bless me had to sneeze real quick you know your boy don't try to edit too much so hey that was a real moment but um yeah on the on the arrow films website you can go there you can also find a youtube page um the YouTube page for Arrow Films, which also has the I'm Kind of Famous podcast playlist where you can watch all the video content that I have up. I try to break them down up in clips and then some episodes I give you the full video on that just because it's interesting. But I uh, will update that periodically. I don't want to hit everybody at once with so many clips. So we just kind of update it as uh, we see fit on that. Um, And also, that's where you go, Arrow Films, to watch my shit. Also by that Wi-Fi at Rock Bottom book. Or watch the film, whichever one. Uh, something about meth, about a girl's addiction uh, to meth and um, everything that went with that. 
Uh, and while you're in the archives, make sure you go listen to the Mental Health Awareness Week. Uh, the, for some reason, those numbers start to go up randomly. So I guess people are starting to uh, listen to that again. So if it's your first time listening to this uh, podcast, go back and listen to the Mental Health Awareness Week. I think that was a good one for uh, people that need to, uh, who needs some sort of help in mental health. Uh, man, man, I wasn't going to announce it, but, or announce anything this week, because, uh, I got, I got some pretty good topics to get into, or a pretty good topic to get into, uh, but on the website is where I try to make my announcements and things like that, uh, but if you go to the website right now, you'll see a post recently about my book, Why Fire Rock Bottom, uh, which I'm probably not going to dig too deep, dive too deep into this uh on this particular show just because of what it is but uh how do you say how do you say this uh your boy getting um gonna go from self-published to probably a published author uh we're working on another edition of wi-fi rock bottom updating it with all the information that has happened in the mantra's life and uh kind of the roller coaster that i've been on from releasing the book and film and to where we are today. So um, it's an update that many people ask for. Uh, we're almost around a million views on Wi-Fi Rock Bottom. Something about meth, the documentary. So uh, the book has been selling well. But now that I know a little something about selling books. I think it's time to go ahead and get this thing into the second and final edition. And update it for the people. But. As I start to think that, and I was like, all right, it's time for the do. Uh, I'm going to do the uh, audio book as well. I'm just trying to get someone on to uh, play the part of a match in the book. Then all of a sudden, I get an email about uh, a pub from a publishing house about publishing the book. And then all of a sudden, I get another one. I'm like, what the fuck is happening with this book that I don't know about that... Uh, that people are getting to it enough that they want to partner with me in publishing. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm looking for the bag. If the bag is right, then we're going to do it. And if the bag ain't right, then I'm going to just do what I did before and self-publish. Because to me, if they, if they coming to me about putting this book out, then I'm doing something right. And maybe the impact may not be as strong as having a publishing house behind me, but the impact must be strong enough that I could do it myself and it still work out. So, you you know, you take 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 away the middleman, get right to the people who do it the way you want to do it. So we'll see what happens, because also I do want to turn it into a feature film. Um, and, uh, you know, one of those based on the true story type movies. So we'll see what happens, but I'm really appreciative, and and that's big, man. I mean, I can't remember exactly when Wi-Fi came out, but um, the fact that this journey from award, uh, from film festivals, winning awards, being nominated, the book selling, people enjoying the book, the feedback I get from this documentary, and some of the rejection that I had along the way is what got us here to basically have me having a book about drug addiction that no one has ever seen before in this light and and about to be published so that's dope um 
So I guess, you know, I didn't plan. I'm not going to talk too much. I'll break it down probably in another episode. But uh, it's real dope um, to have. Also, uh, we got some planned up. I'm planning to do a a uh, a man seminar, I think. Not a seminar. I don't want to call it a seminar, but a pa- I'm going to have a I'm Kind of Famous podcast special that's based on men and relationships. You may have heard me and Big Sam talk about it on episode 24. Uh, but uh, I think we're gonna call it "Black Men Don't Cheat." The Black Men Don't Cheat. I'm kind of famous podcast special. We're gonna do a live with an audience, um, and have a maybe a three panel discussion about men and their relationships and how we black men are the most faithful men on the world. So, um, be sure to uh keep an eye on that. I think we're gonna do that sometime in the fall. I'm still planning some things. Seeing who want to jump on board, getting some sponsors together, uh, who may want to be a part of helping making that happen. But uh, either way, it's going to happen. So I got that coming up. And then we got a few things I think I said last week. I'm working on uh, putting out a transgender episode, sit down with a transgender person. I don't really know the right way to say it. So sorry, but I don't really know the right way to say it. I'm saying it the way I think it. Transgender person, try to have them on. and um. And uh, and we just kind of talk, try to iron some things out, figure it out what their perspective is. Definitely share my perspective, and maybe we can find some middle ground. And hopefully, the listeners can get a valuable discussion out of it as well. Because I think it's some conversations I think are important because we spend so much time yelling from one side to the other side, who's right, who's wrong, who's good, who's bad, and it's like in the middle, we have no idea what what. What what compromise or what we don't really know what no individual is really thinking because I believe individual stories tell bigger stories. We just listen to the bigger stories that are told us by different media outlets or or whoever is sharing something online that we feel emotionally attached to enough to reshare it, like it, retweet it or whatever. So that's what that's about. All right. So. um. There's no real good way to jump into it. Racism. How about that? Let's talk about racism. Um Excuse me. Um Here, let's start a little lighter. You know what's not right? Have you ever I think most people in some way, some form or fashion when they're driving on the road, on the highway, trying to go somewhere, especially if you're running late and you're in a rush, especially when you're running late and in a rush, I think everybody got a little racism in them. <laughs> everybody got a little race. No, not a, I, don't, I shouldn't even say racism. Some sort of ism in them. Like, have you ever been driving and a motherfucker cut you off and you get pissed off, so you, man, what the fuck this bitch? And you pull over and there's a woman, see, of course. Of course, of course, it's a fucking woman. Women can't drive for shit. Of course, I wouldn't trust that bitch behind the shopping cart. That's how we get. I don't mind. I don't. I, I don't care what it is. Asian, of course. Asian motherfucker can't see goddamn chink chong eyes closed. Barely can see as it is. Why the fuck would they be on the road? Of course, that's the case. See a motherfucker in the wreck. White people. White people. I always think they run the road. Shit. If they slow the fuck down, stop tailgating. They be I right, goddamn dumbass crackers. 
black people. Goddamn niggas. I mean, that's basically the go-to for everything with <laughs> when it's black people. Goddamn niggas, man. I swear to God. If you have, we just sit your monkey ass at home. I think when you upset in a fit of rage, I think you just look to think to say the most visceral thing that can come to your mind. So when you're driving and somebody has wronged you or you feel wrong because you got cut off or, or, or somebody driving erratically or damn near almost caused a wreck and you just mad and you're punching the steering wheel, you some dumbass motherfucking... Goddamn Mexico, take your ass back to Mexico. Fucking Chinese motherfucker, chink, chink, chunk, can't see shit. Motherfucker, goddamn white cracker motherfucker. God, uh, uh, I always think y'all can do anything y'all fucking want. Motherfucking niggas, I swear to God, y'all just get on my motherfucking nerve with your goddamn Caprice 28 inch rims. Motherfucker, goddamn. That motherfucking women, women can't drive for shit. Can't drive for shit. I think that's what we do in the fit of rage because that's, that we don't necessarily feel that about a particular race we just i i hear my motherfucking faggot ass goddamn da, 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 da. i think we just saying shit we blurting these things out mom because it's a release to say these things because sometimes the alternative would be to want to go punch the shit out of somebody it's better to just punch the steering wheel say a bunch of bullshit ass lines that make you feel better is that racism? I don't think so. I don't think that's like something that's harbored in. I think it's just a bad thing happened. You find the most immediate thing that you can say to be hurtful, even though the motherfucker can't hear you. And I mean, who knows if a person would just say that to him? You know what I mean? Uh, if they was just one-on-one, who knows? But in that case, you're just out to hurt. Which I don't think is that big of a deal. I think everybody has a because I can tell you some days some wild shit happened. I just sit there and I'm like, ooh, thank God that I missed that shit because I could have, you know what I mean? Could have died, could have got wrecked, could have this, could have that. And then some days I'm just an evil motherfucker. motherfucker I'm just go, nah, you ain't gonna get. I'm I'm pull back in front of your motherfucking ass. Nah, fuck that. I ain't letting you in. You know, why you wait till the last minute? You saw the merge lane about two miles ago. You drove for another fucking two miles and waited so you could just merge in front of me? No, motherfucker. That shit is not going to happen. What we not going to do is get in front of me because I'm running late. Your ass running obviously extra late because you don't even want to pay attention to the sign. Everybody know this shit was about to merge. It said it two miles back, two miles ahead, left lane closed, and your ass was like, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to get as close to this motherfucking... Whatever that orange cone, yeah, orange cone, and hope somebody let me in. Fuck you, you ain't coming in. All that is what you think. All that is what you think in traffic because you just want to be a dick because you feel like someone else is being a dick. So everybody, I think, to some degree is a behind-the-steering-wheel asshole. I wouldn't say racist, but behind the steering wheel, asshole. Where I'm at, I'm in Wichita, Kansas. That's the heart of the United States. I'm from Dallas, Texas. That's the South, and that's Texas. Racism looks different in Texas than it does in Kansas. And... What baffles me sometimes when I'm in the South, when I'm Texas, Louisiana, Oklahoma, I just learned Oklahoma was the South. I I did not know what 
was in fucking Oklahoma. I didn't know that Oklahoma was a part of the South. I just thought it was kind of this weird Midwest blur. I know. But in Oklahoma, places like that. Then I come to Kansas. And this is the Midwest. It's pretty clear. It is definitely not the South. And I can, every day, I can see a Confederate flag in Kansas. Which a lot of, I don't, personally, I think people from the South don't give a fuck about the Confederate flag like that. Black people especially. Like, I don't think we really give a fuck. It's just one of those things that's been synonymous. We know it's a part of history. We know it's a part of the Civil War. So it's not really that that big of a um deal. Because you know it's a part of a historic thing. But then there's the pride. So then I get the white people who say, it's the pride of the South. Cool, fine. If you're in Georgia, if you're in Florida, South Carolina, Arkansas, Alabama, Texas, apparently Oklahoma, um, Louisiana, um, I think, shit, I can't think of any other southern states. Tennessee, yeah, I get that. I can see that. But in Kansas, California, North Dakota, Idaho, uh, Illinois, um, Montana, Colorado, what Southern Pride are we talking about? What Southern Pride? What Southern Pride are we talking about? Especially if you're not from the South, you I, I don't I'm not hearing I got family in the South. That's that means nothing to me. I got family in California. That I don't I don't feel any connection to the West Coast like that. What what pride in the South do you have? If you're from the Midwest, if you're from the West Coast, if you're from up north. When you say, I fly the Confederate flag as a pride in the South, a South that you know nothing about in terms of regional state. What was, what, what was going on so right about the South that you have a lot of pride in it other than what we know that battle flag was for? So it makes no sense when a person not from the South say that shit. Now, if you're from the South, I get it because it is symbolism at that point. It symbolizes the South, not the South in its history, even though that's what the flag was for or, or sometimes is represented. The Dixie flag that is is represented as but or the Confederate flag is represented as. But it's just really about the South. A ball and MJG or actually MJG album. No more glory was him with the um confederate flag i believe outcast had an album cover with the confederate flag and it was just really a south thing you know what i mean like dukes of hazard I, I grew up watching dukes of hazard i love i like dukes of hazard the general lee was dope to me with the confederate flag i mean that was dope to me now maybe that's part of it is like they love dukes of hazard so much and and daisy and and luke and bo duke and goddamn everything else in there but uh Maybe that's where they, if you're not from the South, you go, I love the South. But really, there's no reason to fucking love the, the, what pride do you have if you're not from it? The other day, I was driving, and I saw a person in a pickup truck in Kansas with a fucking L.A. Raiders or Oakland Raiders or whatever fucking city that they from this week, sticker decal on the truck, and then the Confederate flag right below it. So not only are you in the Midwest, you love a team that's out uh, West, and you have pride in the South. 
that maybe you be from or may not be from. Like, all your fucking directions are fucked up. All of them. You have pride in that. And I don't get it. I don't get the 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 not I don't not being from the south and saying that. And granted, then when I tell you, well, for most people it represents racism, slavery, and the people who fought to keep slavery, and then you still like, no, buddy, no sir, Bob. That's not what it is. The Southern pride for me. I love some I love me some fucking Tom Petty and the goddamn heartbreakers, boy, I tell you. That's what it's about for me. Good old Southern cooking, Southern way of life. When you say it's dumb shit like that, it's like that don't make your point any more valid because I told you this is what it means for most people. Fuck what it means to you. Now, granted, you have they still have the freedom to fly that flag if they want to fly that flag. They got like the same way I got the ability to be an asshole whenever I want to be an asshole. But at some point, okay, I take, I say this. I'm not going to act like when this mic ain't cracked that I don't say a lot of offensive shit because I do. That, well, I shouldn't say offensive shit. Use a, what some would consider offensive language. But because over time I realized that, you know, maybe I don't really have to say it. I don't say it. So I don't just run around saying fag and saying, saying all these things that have have repercussions to 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 those statements even though i may say it you know in my own privacy with no with no uh malice towards anybody i realized that okay that's serious enough to chill and and try maybe not to say it as much and hopefully maybe one day i never say it but this is it's a generational thing, you know. I of course people talk about PC and this, that, and the third. And so part of that is where I come in at. But then my kids not gone. They they understand this is language not to use. Just like my granddad may say shit, my dad or granddad may say shit I don't agree with, but that's just their language. So over time we get the filtration of this bad shit. But when you got young people with this dumb shit on their mind. Which lead, we now we at Charlottesville. This white nationalist shit in Charlottesville. I honestly, here's the thing, and a lot of this we're gonna do racism, but I'm gonna jump into the main problem right now. And later in this show, there's a rant between me and a friend that I was having when I really kind of had this revelation of like. This shit is crazy. And most of my phone calls are recorded just because of um, some of the documentary stuff I do. Like the, my phone just automatically will click into record. So the conversation recorded and I'm venting pretty much going hard. So I'm going to play that later in the show. Because it's more emotional. This is more measured. But Charlottesville. Uh you had basically a Klan rally, white nationalists, as some want to call them, white supremacy movement. It was all behind the removal of the statue of uh, General Lee. And they was making uh, basically a protest behind the removal of that statue. And then there was some Nazi or anti-Nazi or whatever anti-movement that there was was there as well. And there was a lot of uh, clashing happening, a lot of fights and shit. So, um and now it has spawned a conversation about race. 
And I take exception to that, but I'll get to that. Um, here's the problem. This is the real problem. And I don't I hate sometimes how the media can manipulate a conversation to something else. But here's the real problem that happened. So I woke up that morning, Saturday morning. Um, I think I was trying to prepare for a shoot or something. And so I'm watching AM Joy, MSNBC, Joy Reid, one of my favorite things to watch on Saturday. So I'm watching this and I'm watching this thing unfold in Charlottesville. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I, and, you know, sometimes you watch the news and it's a constant loop. So I'm thinking I'm watching a loop of, a, uh, of, some sh- of the scenes of what's happening at the moment. But it wasn't. And I'm seeing like brawling. And I'm like, these motherfuckers run around like a little young mosh pit out here. And, and as you see a lot of like motherfuckers getting legit punched on camera. And at one point, I'm just, but I'm not paying no attention. I'm just like, these motherfucking white people tripping over a goddamn statue. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I felt about it. And it's just a protest. And I, I realized some scenes of violence can't break out in protest. I wasn't really even tripping. I'm just going on about my day. But I kept it on. And so at one point, and I might post this on the Facebook, but I'm watching it. And Joy is interviewing a, a female black pastor. And she's she's uh talking and saying whatever she's saying, and then next thing you know, she screams and runs off. And Joy's like, I don't know what the fuck. Well, she ain't curse. Like I don't know what just happened. Uh, somebody need to check on her. I don't know what happened. And then she switched gears to talk about something else. I'm like, oh, Joy, I don't. I think it would have been okay if you stopped and said, Hey, we ain't moving forward till we know what happened to the past. But I digress. So I see that, and now. And now I'm paying attention. Now I'm paying attention. Because I'm like, okay, something serious is happening. And I'm watching these fights happen. And then eventually, Joy says, where's the police? And then someone says, I see about uh, 10 or 12 uh, law enforcement officials, uh, sheriffs actually over at a bunker hill and they're just kind of watching over things, but they have not got involved. Meanwhile, it's more fights and brawling happen. You see, I mean, you're watching people get punched in the face. No police. And then, of course, Joy makes a statement. It seems like a failure in the police with all this violence breaking out when we have more police when it's other types of protests now i get she's trying to be professional but she basically saying when there's niggas out there y'all got the goddamn whole brigade swat team armed trucks dogs fucking um uh plastic shields uh 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 hard hats you have this militarized stance when there is a uh what we are saying a peaceful protest Y'all have all this shit going on because we show up because black people are dying in the streets, getting shot by police. All these things is happening. And the police has a poor response to us until we show up to protest. And then y'all got to see a police happening. You have a Ku Klux Klan, white supremacy, white nationalist, whatever the fuck they want to be called this week. They show up protesting hate, showing hate. They are ready with 
guns. They have hard hats on. They are throwing water bottles. They are actually punching and stabbing people with flags. They're walking around with a Confederate flag. They are protesting, um, uh, yelling things. The night before, they are marching with torches or whatever i mean they make fun and say tiki torches just to make fun of it but i mean that that's tongue-in-cheek but they're protesting the night before they protest again the day the next day so you are so at night we do this and you have this whole array of police units ready they do the same thing at night they're allowed to make it happen we come in the daytime do the same thing and y'all got all the fucking military type look of police out there, they do the same thing. And you have less than 15, less than 20 sheriffs and they sitting off in the back. Meanwhile, I am watching on TV. People fucking fight. I'm watching white people, white, sorry, white racist people uh, punching at people, kicking people, stomping people, hitting them with objects, throwing shit. And the police won't even come out the fucking hill and say, cut it out. Y'all won't even say fucking cut it out. So here's the problem. The problem is so, and they saying, you know, more of this is going to happen, blah, 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 whatever. This is the problem. The problem ain't that the racists show up because they have the right to protest. They have the right to organize, organize and protest any event as long as they, uh, you know, do the paperwork behind it, just like the Black Lives Matter. Everyone does. It. These protests don't just happen. They don't just show up ready because it randomly started you have the ability to sign up to protest and they'll allow you to protest and try to keep shit cool they did the same thing these white nationalist racist people but you didn't think that hate would be responded to you don't think the clan would be responded to you didn't think that them showing up with guns even though it's an open carry place was what 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 does that look for to protect the statue? What what why do you need guns to protect the statue? Why do you need hard hats and helmets to protect the, protect the statue? And y'all don't show up with fucking ten people, and then it gets out of hand. So here's the problem: the problem is the police don't show up for a white protesting clan hate event the same way that they did for a black peaceful protest for murder of our people and when i say i mean black people the optics are not the same the response is not the same and so then i go back and think about all the shit that i'm reading on like the facebook and social media of my white friends and white people or or uh my trump supporting people who all are like these animals these dogs they just act like this why can't they just this and why can't they that silence for this violence is legitimately happening on tv now granted like i said it's expected when there's a group of people that shit like this happen like you're gonna have some violent outbreaks but the responsible people as we love to call them the law enforcement, that's what they're there for. And you have less than 20 of them. And violence is continuing to break out. Violence is going on for an hour or more. And y'all don't respond. You already knew that they was coming. They, they showed up last night, the night before. 
And then the day of, you let hours and hours go by. And it gets so bad. And I still don't think I saw the same response that they have for when it's black people showing up. It gets so bad that a motherfucker's like, I'm going to drive a car into a group of people, kill one person. That's how bad it gets. And the police response is fucking nothing. And I hesitate to say they dropped the ball, but they have plenty of experience, plenty of examples of what to do at a protest because, hell, they seem to show up pretty well, handy, and ready to go when there's black people doing it. See, and and because I only, you know what I mean, I got an hour show and I can't really go as hard as I want to go. Actually, I could. I can go as long as I want, but I'm going to keep it at an hour, an hour-ish. And now, because it's the Klan, I can see people on social media, white people, all lives matter people, blue lives matter people, all these people, because it's the Klan and it's racism, and we know what that historically means. Now, people, now, they're ready to speak up. We, why can't we just, we should just love each other. We should do this and we should do that. And I will absolutely not tolerate hate and I will not tolerate this and that. I'm like, see, this is my other problem. It's very fucking convenient and it's very fucking easy. It's easy to hate the Klan. It's easy to stand up against the Klan and white nationalists and Nazis and whatever else they want to call. That's easy because we know that is overt. That is very fucking clear. Jews, niggas, uh, wetbacks, immigrants. That's very fucking clear. It's funny because all those same things you hear 45 dog whistle at. No one fucking seems to hear it because they let him get away with that shit. I digress. The the overt shit is very obvious. It's easy. It's easy to be against that. What's hard is to take a real stance when it's not overt, when it's covert, when it's covert, when it's when it's racism that you really can't prove because they're not saying I hate niggas, I hate Mexicans, I hate immigrants. Um it's usually come in the in the term of these people go back somewhere. All that kind of shit, that covert hidden shit, those responses that are not equal for circumstances that we just say, oh, they're just doing their job. Those times that people get off for crimes that they commit, that's very blatant and clear to people who are used to dealing with covert issues. And they get to go home because there wasn't enough whatever the fuck. Or someone didn't prove it enough a fuck. That's the covert shit. That's when you should stand up. That's when you make a stance. That's when it matters most. It's when you do it, when you know that there's a possibility that you could be wrong for your stance. When you're making a stance that may not everybody agree with. That's when it matters the most. Because if you're not standing... When it's controversial, when will you stand? 
when everyone else does, when it's convenient, when it's easy. It's easy to not like the Klan. It's easy to stand against the Klan because we know exactly what they're about. It's much harder to stand against saying we need to be better about police enforcement. That's hard. Because no one wants to go against the police. Because they since they do have a hard job. Take that nut shout out to all the great police doing great police work to do great things and being a part of the community and really recognizing what's going on in their area that they work in so that they're not hastily making decisions that they can't bring uh that they can't come back from. Shout out to them people. See, you can do that. You can do what I just did and then and then also say something is fucked up with law enforcement. I don't give a fuck if it's training, mental health, uh, uh, maybe a power thing or just being unaware. But there's something wrong with the system that we can we can fix that can be fixed. Because that thing that's wrong with the system is the reason why we're at this place where we have snowballed everything into talking about Nazis and people getting on TV and able to say racism finally. People saying that this man has helped motivate this. Through the election season, that was David Duke. He's always been there. He's always been supporting Donald Trump. He's always said that he support uh, him and that he's talking to his people. He's always said this shit. This isn't new. But now, but now we seen we got a receipt for all that shit. You know what's crazy? Is we wouldn't be talking about any of this at all. It'd be another event that the Klan people showed up and the niggas came out or 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 people who opposed the Klan came out or the way that they think came out and everyone went home if the police did their job. And I tell you that. If the police responded to that event the same way they responded to Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter events or peaceful protesting events or. Every look in Dallas, there was the shooting. There was the uh, there was the protest that happened in Dallas where you had the lone wolf. Uh, run a fucking muck with the sniper rifle and all this type of stuff. One, the police was already there because Dallas police kick ass pretty, for the most part. They were already there doing their part, but they didn't look like a military. They was out there. They was convenient with the people. It was doing good police antics and tactics. So much so that when things popped off, people responded to the police as part of the community. But the police was there making their presence in a positive way, responding to the protests. But they were well equipped and had plenty of people just in case shit went down. I'm not saying look like a military out there. What I'm saying is show the fuck up, especially on some shit like that. Or, or, or. Tone that shit down when it comes to uh, black people in their protests. And I keep putting emphasis on black people, but we seen them, we seen how they respond 
respond to the immigration ban when that protest was happening. Fuck that. Let's go backwards a little bit. So this is what I'm saying in the way that the optics and response is a fucking issue. And I know at this point I'm kind of rambling, but you had the bombing of the church. You had the um, the Dylan Roof thing I'm talking about. You had the bombing of the mosque. You had the, um, what's the shit? The National Park thing. You had a biker gang rally down in Waco, Texas or something like that. And you had the Klan rally here um, at Charlottesville. If you take all those things, you look at the optics of all those things, there's going to be a disproportionate difference in how law enforcement dealt with some of those issues versus other issues. There's a big difference. You had these men at that wildlife park, state property, government property, holding it hostage with guns, threatening the police, saying that they would shoot for like a week or whatever the fuck it was, saying that they come in here, we blowing heads off. And the police was just chilling, negotiating, working with them. Waiting. Patience. Patience that some for some reason that we're not afforded. Goddamn, they ran up in Chris Brown house for less. Then you had the Klan. Basically, I keep saying it's a Klan rally. They call it white nationalism or whatever. Um, you got another deer. Um, I can't remember what state. They fucking chain linked around their little national fucking Confederate Civil War hero. And they're going to be patient with them. You have brawls happening. You hear very clear violence happening. And there's no, let's just, let's boys being boys. Let's just wait. That's fucking crazy, man. And I'm listening, I'm watching people. I'm watching, man. And you know, honestly, some shit that I'm seeing are just blatant cop outs to me. I see shit motherfuckers posting like, like a group of um, army soldiers. And all races together hugged up with a caption that say, um, we're too tired to be racist. Fuck out of here, man. Ain't nobody trying to hear that shit. Ain't nobody trying to hear that shit. Won't you fucking stand up about the racism that's happening? Say something about that. It seemed like everybody who had all this shit to say when it was Black Lives Matter and when they wanted to do their All Lives Matter and their Blue Lives Matter and all this bullshit, all those people who had a whole hell of a lot to say then got a lot of scripture to say now, got a lot of military to say now, got a lot of jokes about Nazis and shit now, got a lot of funny things and funny lines to say now because your people look like shit in that moment. And look like racist in that moment. And then y'all come back when this nigga's like, oh, the, the, rever- the reverse racism. Get the entire fuck out of here with your re- reverse racism bullshit. 
See, I felt like I couldn't do another fucking show. There's no way that I, like, I don't care what other podcasts do. But there was no way I was going to do another week. I was going to do a week, an episode this week and not talk about the shit that happened over the weekend. I planned a whole different show. We was actually going to run a recorded interview. It's like, there's no fucking way I'm getting on here and just acting like what happened didn't just happen. Like we shouldn't be talking about it. Or like I shouldn't be talking about it. That's what the platform is about. Using that motherfucker. Now, I'm not saying people got to agree with me. But I'm saying is, this is my perspective on this shit. The police dropped the ball. Or they are just way more adamant about our events than other events. Which is a fucking shame. Now, I'm going to end my little rant here because we're going to go over to me being a whole lot more dramatic talking to a friend of mine. Um, so with that said, uh, I'm going to go ahead and close the show out. Uh, this is the I'm Kind of Famous podcast. Uh, we're going to switch over to the uh, uh, to the uh, a recorded conversation I was having about this where I'm a lot more emotional, a lot more energized about it. And um, um, shit, then we... Then it's just going to end, basically. But uh, coming up here in the next few weeks, I got an I'm Kind of Famous podcast special uh, for the EFC event happening September 2nd here in Kansas Star Casino and Arena. You can get your tickets now, I believe, on Ticketmaster. Um, uh, starting at 25 bucks, which is a good price, man, because it's a good-ass event. It's a dope event. It's great. Everyone usually have a good time when they go out. So uh, you can tune, you can go check that out. Like I said, I want people to go back and listen to that mental health awareness episode or anything that you like. Tell a friend, man. We try to get this podcast really popping. Um, I'm 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 staying committed to my to 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 my mission with it. We got some changes we're gonna make along the way here in the next few weeks that I hope will make the show a whole lot better. I'm sure it's gonna make a whole lot better. We what almost thirty episodes in now. So like I didn't. Really think I was going to make it this far, but we're about 30 weeks in, um, you know, between sponsors and doing these events and these interviews. It's just it's dope. Dope as fun. Um, don't forget to go over to arrowfilms.com uh, and get some shit over there. Uh, subscribe, like, review. I really hope, you know, people start reviewing the show. It's not that big of a deal, man. I see y'all listening. The numbers are going crazy. So I'm glad that y'all listen. I understand everybody don't engage with what they listen to. But if y'all can at least subscribe or at least drop some sort of review, five star this bitch on iTunes or however these things get th- get done on uh on uh streaming uh media, do that. Share it. Kind of famous pod, K I N D A famous pod, P O D on uh Facebook and Twitter. But um yeah, man, I'm just going to kick into this next piece. I don't know if I missed anything. I'm kind of just letting this shit run. And um, I appreciate y'all Appreciate y'all for listening. Um, I realize that people are not going to agree with this episode, but come back next week. Maybe I'll say something you might like. All right? Tell your mom I said hi. Kind of Famous Podcast. Don't turn it off. About to kick into some other shit. Hey, you been over to Touch Body Works yet? Go to Touch Body Works at EvokeTouch.com. That's E-V-O-K-E Touch.com. With skincare products that's so natural, you can eat it. But don't. All these Trump supporting people, 
they quiet and shit. They ain't got nothing to say. They ain't got no fucking conversation. They ain't got no um. They ain't got no perspective. At best, what I've seen, at least on my line, is I got a fucking diverse line. Oh, uh, speak of Nazis, I'm a watching Glorious Bastards. Uh, since everybody talking Nazis, fucking everybody got a goddamn joke. Every all these people got a fucking joke now that is them acting up. But now the media, now they really want to. Yeah. And what's up with you know what? Now they really to say racist. Now they really willing to say that he, um, he is uh, propagating. I heard a couple uh, people say this nigga is racist. I was like, that's a little far. <laughs> but I, I like, I don't know if that equals the same thing. I say, but he definitely got some leanings. But not like, like he don't put it. Fuck, fuck him. Like I ain't even really tripping so much off of him because he been doing this shit. But. You only get away with doing some shit that people allow you to do. They allowed this motherfucker to get away with this shit. And now you and, and I don't, and, and I don't give a fuck what news corporation you is. You been trying to fucking walk this line to be professional when hey, y'all don't y'all running opinion. Most of the fucking day the news is running opinion. So, why the fuck y'all got all these damn news standards to some blatant fuckery? And now we are at a point now where Oh, it took clan or it took more white people for y'all to act like, oh, there's something else going. Like, oh, man, now we want to talk about it. But niggas been dying in these fucking streets. Y'all done had all these people get on the TV. We done, we done did it professional. We done did it roguish. We done done it like thugs. We done done it like um with, with scholarly. Like, how many fuck? You got Jesse Williams do it one way. You got Angela Rod do it another yeah. way. You got street motherfuckers doing no way. And at no point, none of this made sense. We all was fucking tripping. We were tripping this whole time last Man, fucking... there's a dude named uh, Paris to be on that. Paris that bitch-ass nigga will sell out yeah, of this yeah, dude. Like, I don't call motherfucking cones that cool-ass nigga. This dude, black dude on that, today went off on that nigga. I said, why do y'all... Like, I believe it's free speech to a certain degree. Why do y'all keep inviting this ignorance back? No, you can this motherfucker is free to speak that shit, but motherfucker wouldn't be free to speak that shit on my platform. I've never seen a group of people that he can't do no wrong. Like literally that well, I agree with him hundred percent. Like, really? It's a cult at this point. Definitely fucking uh definitely fucking cult. But like that shit like that's the shit like I'm sitting up like you you were saying. What we what we do, I'm not I'm not saying it's better. I'm not saying it's better at all. But what we do, destroy our own property to go destroy corporate property. So is are you saying that we will militar militarize the police behind protecting corporations? But when it comes to fucking lives, don't nobody give a shit. Motherfuckers is fighting in the street. Anything I well clearly and now these motherfuckers I, I don't know how long I know you know, but I don't know how long I've always said. This shit is domestic terrorism. I don't give a fuck. We're not reserving terrorists for Muslim, hijab-wearing people. Terrorism is terrorism. This is the first fucking time some shit popped off and they've been like, oh, that's terrorism. Nigga, it was terrorism every other fucking time when they fucking tore up a Planned Parenthood, when they done set the bomb off at the mosque, when they set the bomb off at the church. That shit always been terrorism. It's funny watching it in real time because a lot of people were on it, I feel like, but it's it's funny people on the right so slow to, to realize or recognize it. 
Oh, no, they ready now. They ready now because don't nobody want to be associated with the clan. Well, a little somebody, little somebody who mentioned some shit, and then they say, well, let me correct you, that was terrorist. Oh, they called it an accident, a vehicular accident, or something like that. And dude, correct me, I'm saying it's a terrorist attack. Alright. But like that shit is fucking crazy and you get you get um you get uh 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 fuck I'm trying to say. Um uh, motherfuckers die. They they get they get ran over. Now I you know, these I don't really count the cop dying the, the two police dying in the helicopter. That's just you know what I mean, that's just like driving the truck. <laughs> driving the truck, fuck around, hit a pole, it's a wrap. But this this motherfucker intentionally like I know ne- I didn't see um like now, I don't I don't search out morbid shit. I don't really like to see that shit. If you tell me this shit happened, I believe it. But I had to watch I was like, man, I had to see what this fucking um this um vehicle shit looked like. I was like somebody had to capture it. And I watched that shit, I was like, this nigga literally dro- he drove up in the shit now today. Now today I'm I seen the birds on view of it. Um, shit, nigga, the view I got was bad enough. But it was, nah, but, man, with this one, it don't. It, it just showed it. It just showed a car plowing through a crowd. Like it looks less graphic because it's it's from higher up. But it it looks like a damn game or something. Don't look real. Goddamn Grand Theft Auto. But but I so I'm watching the news and shit, and the dude um who the dude who did the shit. He like, uh, I forgot what he said, but he kind of fought a lawyer and shit. I'm like, oh, no shit. Now you finna be in trial like a nigga, huh? <laughs> you finna go out there thinking they gonna, uh, granted, they gonna throw his ass under the bridge, uh, under the bus, but, like, I, and, and granted, I give everyone kudos and credit for at least being brave enough. Now, I don't even know why I gotta say brave, but being, uh, uh, stepping up enough to say racism, to call shit racism, to call shit terrorism, to, to, to really address this shit for what it is. But it's mostly because they was okay dealing with covert racism, racist, and shit like that. But now that it's like these motherfuckers, over a fucking statue. Ain't that you know over crazy about nigga, We out there, y'all bring the military out because y'all, because motherfuckers dying in cold blood and shit, and we want to let y'all know we ain't fucking with it. These niggas pop up over a fucking statue, and now y'all ready to talk about racism? Like, that shit is fucking mind-blowing. I think, honestly, man, it's just so symbolic right now. Like, this is an opportunity. They feel energized by Trump and shit. 100%. Uh, that's a reason to fucking... Cause they came ready. Yeah, but look, 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 I get that. But remember when in Dallas, when the Dallas shit popped out, and the the, the young brother who had the gun, the eight or uh, whatever yeah. type of sniper, whatever it was, all that trauma over, let's get him, let's get him, let's get him. Nigga, we, we had to, um, you remember the standoff at that national park? Yeah. Threatening these motherfuckers, and they chilling. Now there was a bloodbath at the uh at the little biker gang type shit, but uh 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 this shit motherfuckers had guns too. Ain't nobody like. And granted, it was an open carry state. Is Dallas open carry? Dallas open carry. Yeah. So, 
like all this shit, like, like, like all this shit popping off over here, and they just chilling. This is the clan. This is a legitimate ass hate group. They got guns, and y'all chilling. Nigga, let some motherfucking Crips, some some GDs, some fucking Bloods and shit, just in a an open carry ass state, walk around with some motherfucking guns. I don't even know if Bloods and Crips are considered a fucking hate group. But we know the fucking white nationalists is. We know the Klan is. We know all these motherfuckers consider hate group. And they cooling. And hold on. And, well, I, I know, it annoys me. I, kudos. I appreciate it. But but now, now all all uh, all uh, several of my All Lives Matter people, now they ready to be like, this is bullshit. But I, you know, like, come on, man. That shit was easy. This right here is easy. The clan, that's easy. It's easy to step on that shit because it's pretty fucking black and white. Like no fun here. But when it ain't fucking obvious, that's when you're supposed to step up for the bullshit. Don't be scared of the vague shit because you really don't know. If it seems fucked up, it's fucked up. It's okay to say that. And fuck, man, nigga. <laughs> it shit annoy me, man. It took the clan, a white supremacist. It took the white supremacy group of people to do something before we really get real about this shit. Like, everything that's happened on ain't new to no motherfucking... Ain't new to... It definitely ain't new to woke people. They've been waiting for this moment. <laughs> they, yeah. They've been waiting for a moment where they can really just ride on being woke. Bro, I'm watching this shit, though, go down, like, I'm gonna happen. Like, I mean, shit was already happening, but I'm like, y'all just gonna let this shit happen? That's my yeah, thing. I didn't even like, like, like I ain't really tripping. It, it, if it didn't go, if it wasn't, if it wasn't one way, when it came to us, I wouldn't be tripping. If they, if they, if they, if they, if they was really just gonna allow us to police ourselves in situations like this, I wouldn't be tripping. But because you come down with the SWAT team and the dogs and the water and all this shit in preparation of something going bad. Why wouldn't you do the same? Because you, the clan, anybody can have a rally. Anybody can have a march. Just go to City Hall. Let them know this is what we're going to do so that the city can, can prepare for this. I'm pretty sure they did the same thing. It's, it's in their yeah, fucking civil rights protest like everybody. But then when they do this and you know what group you're dealing with, you know that they, that, that they, evoke, that they evoke this kind of response and you have less than fucking 15 sheriffs? It took, I, I, and I, I was watching it up until the point where they so um, the uh they they I guess they sent out a a, a tweet because apparently that's how we fucking run the country and the world now. First we sent out a tweet, then we tweet, then we do something. They sent out a tweet basically saying it's un unlawful organization happening, and yeah. then that's when the police show up and want to throw out gas and shit. But I'm like, man, these niggas been fighting all fucking day. They been brawling all fucking morning, throwing water bottles at each other. People getting hurt, like just cause, man. And, and you, and not only was it happening, it's happening on TV. There's no question that this is maybe happening. You seeing this shit happen yeah. on TV? Why every reporter is going? Where's the police? I ain't woke though, nigga. I, I'm just drowsy. <laughs> it is. It is annoying though that people can still, like, uh, get some bullshit. News, but then she sent me a picture right now. She watching ID. 
Like, it's, it's real convenient how motherfuckers can steal. I wish it was big enough to where you couldn't avoid it. You know what I'm saying? Like, or she's had a, people like her all had to work or some shit and you was around that, around the water cooler. People like, damn, this fucked up, this fucked up. But you got motherfuckers that can be in their house and feel how they feel and just turn that shit off or turn it on. That's what's annoying about it. So I already knew how to, I knew how the narrative was going to go as soon as this shit happened. And somebody said this shit, said, what if it would have been an Arab dude? You think they would have treated him a little bit differently? An Arab dude that um ran into that crowd? Exactly. Oh, nigga, nigga, they, boy, boy. Nigga, like he's a Middle Eastern nigga that been, been talking about terrorism. I, nigga, Trump would have definitely had no trouble saying, uh, <laughs> exactly. we need to do something about Islam. What is that? What, what's the shit he on? The, uh, radical Islam. Yeah, he'd have been ready to say, he'd have been ready with that speech. This bitch ass nigga go out here and he's going, we need to do something. And it's been happening on both sides. Bitch, well, to Saturday, it was one fucking side. Man, I don't know, man. <laughs> nigga. I know, man, I get, man, I I can, uh, man, fuck that, man. Fuck that racist ass shit. And any motherfucker who afraid to speak up, who voted for that motherfucker, fuck you too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel like we're at the point where people right. should be like, damn, I can't believe I voted. You know what I'm saying? It, it's there already. It ain't like, well, let's give it but, 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 right, see, right. but see, they got that cop out. That's what I'm saying. They got that fucking cop out where they can sit there. Um, they got the cop out where they can sit there and and act like, well, it's not it's not Trump. I mean, really, the clans like, this, do you know what the fuck a dog whistle is? Yeah, that's the that, that's what that shit's about. Wow. Really, when you want straight up come out and denounce them like a strong one, not no prepared speech. Here. You should come out and just raw like, hey, this shit ain't going down. Especially if you worry about ISIS. It'd be the same fucking way about this bullshit. I ain't worried about ice. That's why I'm in the gym right now so I can get yoked to these racist ass motherfuckers. Figure like, nigga, we get swole. Piss me out because it always seems like it's a coward that does this shit. It's like, nigga, we had to scrap man to man, nigga. You would not step to me. But then you get behind a fucking wheel and just do some dumb shit. Or you get behind a fucking rifle scope. Or you get behind a knife, or you get behind some fucking bomb or some pussy ass shit. A nigga go on fucking nigga, try to bust my head wide up. What you feel? Don't make a motherfucker. I'ma drive into a. You know, you know, if you live, your life is over, b. <laughs> I think he hit that bitch pretty hard. Man, that motherfucker, not only he went in that motherfucker and then reversed out as hard as he went in that motherfucker. I think he was shook a little bit. Then he said, oh, shit, I'm still alive. Let me back the fuck up. And he back then, he got some cold driving skills, nigga. Man, man. <laughs> Straight in the motherfucker, too, nigga. That nigga was the fastest fairies, nigga. What's that? That nigga was in uh, F6 or whatever that nigga was fucking. <laughs> that nigga did that shit, nigga. I'm like, damn, nigga. Practice ain't shit. I got a school. Uh, he fucked up his bumper, but that's because he hit the target. Everything else smooth, nigga. He got away. Yeah. He, just, he, 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 he put that bitch in the garage, work on it for a weekend. He's straight. <laughs> <laughs> it do got me. It got me thinking, though. It's like, man, our, um, you can't get away with this shit in other, any other uh, country and shit. 
Now, like, it is something to be said about, that's dangerous to society, ain't it? A motherfucker that thinks that, thinks like that? What do you really think about racism is? Like a racist. Like, nah, man. Nah, I don't think so. I don't think so. And I only say that because, because of how many, the, how much I got to hear niggas celebrate black love and shit. I don't think there's nothing wrong with it. Well, no. So racism in terms of like purity, one, you know what I mean? There's a superior dominant race. I, yeah, think, that's that's shit I think that's a curtain for that shit. I think that's a curtain for just blatant fucking hate. They they came up with fucking bullet points to try to verify it, but it's like there's no, no way. I think I think I think it's it, I think it's the supremacy part, the white supremacy part. I think that's the fucking problem. The the um the uh Th- that's why I think it's a problem because there is a scenario where you can you can be in a community where there's number no white people. You can literally go to the woods or buy a plot of land or fucking move to New Zealand and you can be all white people. Nigga, have you seen Welcome to Leaf on Netflix? Have you seen Welcome to Leaf on Netflix? Nah. But I feel like if you really, it was that important to you, there are opportunities where you can do that. Nigga, Welcome to Leaf is about is that. This dude, he set up, he basically took a ghost town I think it was a ghost town, at least. He took a town and just basically had all his racist-ass homies. Like, let's move up in here. Incorporate this bitch. And it's a whole, it's a town called Leaf something. I don't know if it's, like, Virginia or some shit. But, like, it's Leaf something other. And, nigga, the whole town is just racist. They all believe in the same. Hey, I don't got no problem with that at all. But in regular society, they'll be ass on somewhere. Like I said, I don't, I don't believe in you hiding yourself. If you feel like that, feel that way, nigga. But just... Be that way somewhere else. You the one with the problem. And I be here, I be listening. Ever since this nigga Trump fucking ran, you you start putting this shit together, man. Like a lot of these fucking um, ideas, man, come from that whole white supremacy bullshit. All right, shit. Like I just wish, man. Honestly, I'm okay. Like I'm okay. Not that I'm okay that you voted for him, but if you voted for him, you felt however you (laughs) felt. I ain't with it. But you felt whatever you felt. But right now, if you voted for him and you still making excuses for him, nigga, and you ain't, yeah. if, you, if you live the same, what what month it is? What month we in? August. If you live the same eight months that I lived in. Yeah. It's crazy, bro. Because this is the thing. There is not one thing. Unless you're a business owner, a, a, a Fortune 500 business owner, or a fucking, you own a pipeline. There is no there is no positive thing that he's done that's going to directly touch you. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he was doing shit, he's like, man, the guy came up 10 Z's more than I did last year to the nigga Trump. And they're like, okay. Or if you got some fucking stock or some shit, so the stock been steadily rising. They should been doing that. Like, like you got to have something to show for. You can't just be like blindly watching this. You know how I know it's fake and that nigga, the people, the lay people always say, well, a Supreme Court, like, okay, so what does Supreme Court um, rule on that benefits you? It's like, they can't point to this shit. It's like, don't be telling me he rolled back regulations and shit. Okay, what had those, how had those regulations helped you? Your fucking life. Like, I don't want to hear this shit. Ain't this shit on taxes. Ain't this shit on, shit on infrastructure. Shit on healthcare. 
Probably no legislation. So, quit with all that bullshit. That is the liberal message Oh man, fuck the liver message. Ain't no fucking liver message. Just baby and it's like, like that shit Bill Maher was on. Like man, y'all gotta get off this fucking TV shit, bro. Y'all got off this fucking fairness shit, man. Do you want to win? Do you want to be fair? I want to win. Fair later. So in light of you being kind of famous, why the hell I'm kind of famous? Who the hell she knows?